And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Talk of the Tune, a Newcastle United podcast. My name is Will, and as usual, I'm joined by my good pals and co-hosts, Hodge and Gray. You alright, lads? Hello, sir. Good, how are you? Very well, thank you. Yeah, we're obviously recording on Wednesday the 1st of June, so this is officially the Queen's Platinum Jubilee Bank Holiday weekend. Belt Air work is done for, what, four or five days? It's funny, man. You'll see how many people come out as super patriotic now that we've been given two free days off work. Oh, I love the Queen, me. Give us 10, 20 more years, like. <laughs> well, what about those of us who are off to Spain? You're off to Spain, are you? It's not very patriotic, is it? No, I thought I'd uh, flee the country or I'd have a chance. Well, are you going to be able to? Uh, we're flying with Ryanair, so Ryanair of all the airlines you would have thought would be up against it, but they seem to be doing all right at the moment, so you'll see. Hodge, what are you up to this weekend? Might be going to the Collie, hopefully, at some point, to experience the bank holiday in full flow, and then going to Edinburgh to go and see some pals' new puppy, potentially see my team play Aussie Rules this weekend. Obviously, I can't play because I'm injured, because I'm made of Tic Tacs, and that's probably about it. Maybe see you, Will, since you're coming up. Yes, thank you very much for asking. I'm coming home. It's my mum's birthday, so I'm making the trip all the way up, getting the train, looking forward to it like. Anyway, forget all that shite. On to the important questions. Grey, Coca-Cola or Pepsi? Coca-Cola. Do you want to talk us through that decision or? Like, do you want me to go into the ins and outs of the taste profiles of Coca-Cola and Pepsi? Ideally, yeah, that would be great. No, let's save all that shite. Hodgie, you've had long enough to think about this very quick question. Uh, Coca-Cola or Pepsi? <laughs> it's simple, man. It's Coca-Cola every day. Hat-trick of Coca-Cola. Do you reckon you can taste the difference if someone blindfolded you and went, give you like Pepsi, Coke, and then like some other like other random brands? Do you reckon you could tell? What, like roller cola? <laughs> Not roller cola, but like, what's the other one? Pop. cola you can have? There's <laughs> loads, man. Panda Pop. <laughs> uh, Panda Pops were definitely a thing. Uh, it's a hat-trick for, for Coca-Cola. Well done, Coca-Cola. Round of applause. Uh, right. On to today's episode. In the last episode, which I highly recommend you go and give a listen at some point, we did an analysis of Newcastle's current squad, who we will hopefully be keeping, learning out, or selling 
at the end of the season, now that it is the end of the season. So it felt only natural to talk about the flip side of that and who we think slash who we would like to bring into the club in the summer transfer market. Been in the pipeline for some time, obviously, but Dan Ashworth has officially started his role as uh, Newcastle United's new sporting director, which is very exciting. So I think we'd signed him a while ago, but he'd been on a period of gardening leave, and now we've basically paid him out of that gardening leave, and he can get to work just in time for summer. So we are almost acting as Dan Ashworth's crack new scouting department I think we'll be submitting all of our suggestions and recommendations to Dan this week and then obviously we'll see them all come to come to fruition <laughs> things about right isn't it yeah man get some healthy commission out of it all as well yeah, yeah. through our extensive knowledge of FIFA football manager and the Tinter web we've come together with a crack list of hopefully about five players that would quite like to see Newcastle United sign this summer is there any more than that, really? We'll work our way through the positions and just kind of come up with suggestions as we go, who we think we should be signing. It's as easy as that, like. We started last time with goalkeepers. It seems only right to start with goalkeepers again. So I think when we'd said, Dubravka, you're staying, but the other three, probably it's time for a big shake-up in the goalkeeping department. Gray, I went to you with Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. Hodgie, we'll make a start with you on goalkeepers. Do you have any goalkeeping suggestions or any players you'd like to see us bring in in that department this summer? The only thing that I have seen is... Dean Henderson might be involved in some sort of switch with Cardalo. Then about you guys? Interesting. Well, I mean, we're saying we'll get rid of all our goalkeepers, but now you're saying we won't bring anyone in. Yeah. Uh, uh... <laughs> bubble wrap for the whole season. I think it's your first and last day as a, as a football scout, maybe, Hodge. I was going to say, I'm sure Bruno is good enough to play in goal and out field at the same time. Yeah, just give it to Big Joe. Cheers, oh, job. yeah, Joe. J1. Yeah, J1. Yeah, it's got more of a ring to it. <laughs> Well, that's a good start. Gray, I'm hoping you can save the day and come forward. Well, Dean Henderson was the first name I wrote down. Obviously, linked heavily with him. But another English goalkeeper is Nick Pope from Burnley. I think he's a quality goalkeeper and Burnley being relegated. I think it's a good opportunity to pick him up, probably for a good price and give him an opportunity. And I think he's the type of goalkeeper who will come in and push Dubravka. And Dubravka needs that competition. He needs someone who's going to threaten him for that number one jersey and at the minute I don't think he's got that so yeah I'd say someone like Nick Pope obviously benefits of being a homegrown player as well you and this bloody homegrown player shtick you're obsessed with it like you've got to follow the rules you know do you do the do other clubs <laughs> I don't know like well that's perfect I've also got Nick Pope on my list so I've got Dean Henderson Nick Pope and a bit of a rogue one I'm throwing in but obviously Dan Ashworth coming in from Brighton still got those strong Brighton connections I was thinking maybe a cheeky bid for a younger keeper Robert Sanchez Seems to be quite good, 24 years old. don't know. Starting to look at the Brighton squad now and think maybe Dan can work his magic. They've got a good team there. Might be worth a pinch. But yeah, I think the more realistic one, or certainly the the momentum and the emphasis seems to be behind Dean Henderson at the minute. Younger as well, so 25 years old versus Pope, 30. But Pope would be a very, very good addition to the squad and still provides that competition for Dubravka. So yeah, I think a few names in there. I've not really heard much more outside of Dean Henderson, so Pope's a bit of a long shot, but it would be a, a, a decent shout. Quite an easy one to start with, goalkeeper, isn't it? Because there's only one bloody thing you can talk about. It's how many goals do they save? How many clean sheets? Hodge, who's next on your list? I mean, which position have you been looking into if we look at defence? I've looked at centre-back, and you've probably got this on your list, Well, He's Dutch, he's 22, he's six foot five. his name's Sven Botman. I think he is... Well and truly firmly on my list. He's youth product from Ajax, so probably has a good bit about him from there still. Uh, at Lille, 63 games with three goals. 
I think he's just a quite a well-rounded centre-back, likes to play the ball out, nothing kind of silly, doesn't dive in quite a lot of the time. So for me, I think he's going to be a real solid pairing for for anyone at, at the back at our club from, from this point forward. If we can steal him, I think he'll come pricey, but sometimes you've got to pay for quality. True, yes. Obviously very heavily linked in January as well, a name that's not gone away. Rumours that AC Milan are in for him, but yeah, as I say, those rumours have not gone away. Ball playing centre-back, which is what we need, full Dutch international. Yeah, it'd be a quality addition to the squad, would he not, Gray? I also think he's quite a dominating presence as well at the back, so I think it's almost what we need. I think Dan Byrne gave us some of that being eight foot tall. I think Botman certainly would be a, a step up from Wardan as well as he played. But yeah, I think it'd be it'd be a very exciting signing and definitely one for the future as well. Like you say, is he twenty two? So he's he's got a, many years ahead of him and the best is yet to come, especially being a centre back quality signing. Yeah, I mean wait. Have I just seen a picture of Johnny Depp in Bridge Tavern? <laughs> I've just seen yeah. that. I don't know what that's all about. Real. I mean, who'd go to the Bridge Tavern after you find out you've won your defamation case? There's a bloke that does go around town. He does look like him, but it's not him, man. Do you not think? Why would he Looks be in Newcastle? He's been in the UK playing gigs. Yeah, he's been on tour with his mate. Fucking hell, can you imagine? That's mad, that. It does look like him. Very distracting. I need to stop looking at my phone. <laughs> but yes, I think Sven Botman is obviously a good option. Yeah, it gives us a lot. In terms of other names, so I've been doing a little bit of scouting around. I've got a few that are a bit punchy and some that I think could potentially work. The more realistic ones, Nathan Ake from Man City. Obviously worked with Eddie Howe before, the kind of player he likes. He fits the Man City system, so I think he'd fit what we're looking to do, which is that possession play playing out from the back, not just to hoof it and hope. Still quite young, 27 years old. Doesn't get that many games really as part of the kind of rotational system Man City play. I think he could be a good shout. There's another player called Gleison Bremar, plays for Torino, Brazilian centre-half, 26 years old. Just a bit of a bruiser, to be honest. Again, we were linked with him, I think, in January. But uh, he's got that Brazilian flair, good interceptor, good tackler, gets his head to a lot of balls, could be a good option. So yeah, I think certainly goalkeeper and centre-half are positions we need to be reinforcing in the summer. Another position that we need to reinforce is uh, left-back. I imagine we've all got a few left-backs on our list. There's quite a few names flying around. Top of that list is the obvious option, will obviously be Massey Target. Had a great six-month loan spell, rumours of a £15 million Fee to make that permanent. Aston Villa, 26 years old. Is Matty Target your number one choice, Gray? Or are there other players on the list that you could see working out a bit better? We've had a taste of what we can get. Now let's see what we can what we can actually go and do. I'd be over the moon if we signed Target. And he is the first name on my list out of the, the five players or apparently the 20 which you guys have written down. Yeah, I think there's one left back. I think would be quite an exciting signing for us. But it's uh, Rafael Guerrero from Dortmund. I probably butchered his name there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's got one year left on his contract and he's 28 years old. And I think coming from Dortmund, he's played at the highest level. And uh, Jude Bellingham is saying that he's one of the best players he's ever played with. He scored goals as well. So I think he could be quite an exciting prospect. Well, as I say, prospects at 28, but potential very, very good signing again to take his fair next level. And to have him and Trippier on either side, I think, make us look very threatening. Yeah, I'd not considered Guerrero. Yeah, he'd actually be a great signing. I didn't realise he only had a year left on his contract. So you imagine he might come quite cheap. So would he be your first choice over at Target or is there a case to bring in both? Do you think we need two left backs? What, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'd probably say it'd be either or. I think we've got 
local lad, Paul Dummett, or local Welsh lad, Paul Dummett. <laughs> he's solid, and I think he, he can cover when one of them's out. But we've also got like Jamal Lewis, who knows what the situation with him as a young player. So I think we've got some cover there and some prospects in Lewis. But yeah, I'd say it'd be one or the other. I wouldn't want to spend too much money on on left-back. Hodge, where's your head at with left-backs? I mean, Target's had a taste of the team and he plays in the Premier League already and he's pretty much proven himself. I mean, he's played 33 games between Newcastle and Villa last season. One goal, one assist and only three yellow cards. That's what you get off him. Like, he's obviously never really going to set the world light, but he's going to perform week in, week out. And we've seen it. So why not? double down on that especially for what's been reported as only like 15 million pounds i think is actually a decent fair bargain for him if not i'd probably say look at loddy from atletico that's the kind of player we need to kind of be aspiring to get in now like that's the kind of caliber especially if we can afford it well depending if we can afford it because there's been fairly mixed reviews on how much we can actually spend i think the telegraph were only saying about 60 million is actually going to be what we're going to be able to spend this year. So who knows? But like I say, someone like that, if not, Target should be definitely my number one for a left-back anyway, I would say. Yeah, I find it weird that as soon as Renan Lodi's name is mentioned, people just completely forget who Matty Target is. As you say, he's had an absolute stormer to the second half of the season. He's been incredibly consistent, being an absolute stalwart at left-back, which we've needed desperately, that protection on the left-hand side. 15 million quid, as you say, this day and age is an absolute bargain, but you're not going to say no to Renan Lodi, are you? And it would just take another full-back from Atletico Madrid. Another name that's, again, not as well heard of, I don't think we've been rumoured with him, but... He's an absolute gun. It's a lad called David Raum. He's a German left back. He plays for Hoffenheim. Don't know if you've heard of him, but he's fucking awesome. I mean, 31 games last season for Hoffenheim, the Bundesliga. He got three goals and 11 assists. So absolutely storm in the league. Um, Really, really highly rated. They got him from a lower league team on a free and he's just been an absolute machine this year. I think he's one that a lot of teams, if it's not us, there'll be a lot of teams in Europe looking to bring him in. He's the kind of player I'd quite like to see come in. Someone that can deliver from the left-hand side of, you know, ASMs, not firing an all-cylinders type thing. But yeah, I think the more realistic options are going to be either Target or, or Renan Lodi. Yeah, so let's see what happens there. In terms of where we're looking to kind of strengthen, I think we're all right at right back now that we've got Trippier, providing he's obviously fit for the start of the season. We've got Kraft that can that can deputise, and if we're desperate, Jacob Murphy that can, can drop back as well. If we move up the pitch now, centre mid, so I think it's very likely that we'll be losing Isaac Hayden. We'll be losing Jeff Hendrick. Whee! Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I feel like there's a bit of a gap in the team for a defensively-minded centre mid. There's always going to be room to bring in someone creative but defensive minded I think there's a gap there but who are your guys options or who you, who are you thinking for, for centre mid I can't remember who I started with last time so we'll go Grey for this one Grey who are you thinking for centre mid so centre mid I've not gone for a defensive midfielder I've actually gone for the opposite an attacking midfielder probably a player everyone would love to see join because he's Bruno's best mate in Paqueta one he'd obviously be part of the Brazilian revolution at uh, Newcastle which uh, is in full swing with Jolinton and Bruno in, in midfield already, so why not add to that? He's obviously Bruno's best mate and has spent his, his fair share of time in Newcastle uh, over the last few months, which is uh, great to see and is probably already getting accustomed to the Geordie accent and living in Chesmond. So, so yeah, why not? And he, he has a bit of flair as well. So I think he'd be, again, another exciting signing, whether it's realistic or not, given his price tag, who knows? But 
why not? There's there's plenty of links. He's, he's got plenty of connections to the city now. So be why not? Let's go for it. Yeah, I mean, he's on my list as well, just because obviously he's featured so heavily in the rumor mill over the last few weeks. I think price tag, as you say, is between like, I think 55 and 60 million quid. So as you say, he's not going to come cheap, but he's got that chemistry with Bruno. He's got the history of Bruno. They get on really well on and off the pitch, it seems. Be really exciting signing. I think Newcastle fans have almost manifesting it to happen or believing in manifestation hope that it just happens I think the picture of him having a kick about in a Newcastle United shirt sent everyone absolutely up the wall Podge I mean what are your thoughts on Paqueta the only thing that gets me a little bit is Leon finished eighth in League 1 this year which doesn't really spark too much confidence because of what a kind of farmers league it can be at certain bits but I mean he Looks like he might be one of the best players for them since Bruno's left. So there is a kind of like shining light, I suppose, there. But it's going to be interesting because like we'll have all this hype and we'll have all this build up. I just don't want to get let down by either A, not getting him or him turning up and it's been a bit of a shit show. I mean, if we can get him in very early and we can get him up to speed and Bruno can help him like learn the pace of the Premier League and just tell him what it's all about, then I think we'll be safe. 35 games, 9 goals and 6 assists in the season in, in a bit of a farmer's league. Obviously, he's not got someone ahead of him to maybe finish those off anymore. It's just a, an interesting one for me. I, I really want him to come. I mean, he, he bagged two against PSG in separate occasions this year, so you can obviously do it against the bigger boys. It's just the concern of, is the Premier League going to be a massive step, step up for him straight away? Like I said, I just want to get him through the fucking door ASAP. So he can get used to used to train, used to the the English weather <laughs> as well. He's a fully fledged Brazilian international, so you'd think of any football nation in the world, a Brazilian international should probably acclimatise pretty quickly. I think he's only had about fifteen games or something like that. Fifteen games more than I've played for Brazil, so he can fucking get on. But <laughs> he's young, man. He's young. He's only twenty four. I mean, it's just I'm just kind of overthinking it because it seems too perfect. You know what I mean? Like it's all falling into place apart from one little bit. I don't know if the one little bit is he's not coming or if when he actually does come, it's not an ignition of, of uh, excitement that we'll see. I think Hoginio's got a bit of a ring to it, you know. <laughs> Get your 20 appearances. I uh, I mean, you say that, Grace, 15 appearances, but Fred, who plays for Man United, is also a fully fredged, sorry, fully fredged, well, fully fledged Brazil international and he's a bit shit. True. Yeah, I, I mean, you're totally right, like, I'd love to see it happen. I do worry a little bit that we're overloading on players of the same kind of... I know they're all very different as well, but like Joe Linton, Bruno, Paqueta, Joe Willock even, you know, all looking to go forward. We do have a bit of a gap, I feel, bridging defence and midfield. So I've got Paqueta on my list. I've also gone with that Brighton tie for Yves Basuma, who is a bit yeah thanks man he's a bit of a machine i watched him in a game when brighton played chelsea back end of the season he was unbelievable like he broke everything up he put kante to shame he was absolutely awesome and i think he's exactly the type of player if it's not him but exactly the type of player we should bring in like an engine tackler an interceptor as i say someone to bridge the gap between defense and midfield what are your thoughts on someone like Eve Basuma Hodgi? Get Ashraf on the case. <laughs> Surely he knows him. He does show quality. He's shown a couple of hothead minutes. I think he's got a red card this season and probably quite a lot of yellows. But I suppose 
yellow cards you can't really look at too bad because quite a lot of the better nature teams, of the position, isn't it? Well, it is like it's 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 what like good teams do now. They'll give away fouls early at the pitch, and it'll be like three or four gets in the yellow card, but he's he's stopped three or four attacks dead for you guys to then get back in and try and stop in numbers. So it's an interesting one. I've got Calvin Phillips down on my list for a defensive midfielder. There's no way in hell we're going to get him. I think he's mm. highly, highly linked with a move to City, if not a City United, even though I don't see him going to United because he's a diehard Leeds fan. He'll never play for United, ever. <laughs> but it, at money talks at the same time, and, and they are absolutely desperate to sign someone like Calvin Phillips. So he's going to be a very hard to reach bit of fruit up in, the high, in that high, high tree that Man City mm. can come out and just pay silly money for and entice him in with nice football and Champions League and all that jazz. I think he would be good, a good pair. Either him or him, I presume, would be would be a good little swoop, I think. Yeah, I hadn't thought of Calvin Phillips. I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a really good shout. That type of player. Another name I had on my list, one of these rumours that won't go away, not so much defensive-minded, Jesse Lingard is lingering. In the bin. <laughs> that works quite well. In the bin, I think he's a hard no for me. When we're desperate, listen to us now. Like when we're desperate in January and you know what he'd done with West Ham in that six months and you know when it could have worked quite well. But now we've secured our Premier League safety and we're looking to push up the table. I'm not sure he's necessarily going to be the right fit. What do you reckon, Gray? Yeah, completely agree. I think we've got a player of a very similar ilk in Joe Willick sat on the bench. So actually I don't think we need him. And I don't think he's possibly the right player to bring into the dressing room. There's definitely a lot of better options out there. I think so. Fucking hell, man. It was Johnny Tepp. That's mad. Okay, I'm yeah. going to leave that one now. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed slicing. Does anyone else have any other centre mids that they want to throw into the mix? Gallagher, who is on loan at Palace. He's a mint player, him. He's going to be well good. I'd be surprised if he wasn't a full team, yeah. like a start of a Chelsea next year. I think he's class. Like, he's really good. He's just doing the path of Mason Mount just a couple of years behind. Mm. One kind of notable one that I, that I was going to add in there who's a free. It's Isco from Real Madrid, 30-year-old. I was also thinking about Isco. It's the kind of big name the owners would probably be quite keen to bring in because he'll sell shirts. He'll strike up some interest as well. But, you know, has he done much for Real over the last few seasons? 249 games, I think, I looked up with 68 goals from centre mid. He's clearly been a very good servant, but what's he been? I mean, has he featured much over the last few years or has he been... Well, he's probably got four Champions Leagues under his belt over the last nine years he's been at the club, so <laughs> must have done yeah, something So is Gareth Bale there, hasn't he? <laughs> I don't know why he's had such a bad, bad time at Real Madrid, man. Like, he's such a good player and the fans just turned on him and like, they were turned on a fucking dime, man. It's ridiculous. Undeserved. Toxic at Real. Yeah. So, Isco, yeah, I mean, I w- the thought did also cross my mind, but would you rather invest those wages into a younger player that's going to give you a bit more or, you know, as I say, do you go for the shirt sales? Do we know he can offer much like 14 games last season, this season with Real? It's obviously a hard team to get in and he's good enough to be on their bench. I think he's going to have a lot of quality. It's just what we're going to get out of him. If he's moving to Newcastle from Real, no disrespect to the club or us at the minute, but we're not at that height yet. So why would he, why would he want to fight for something that he's already kind of achieved. Do you know what I mean? He's probably just looking for a nice little bit of cash cow money at PSG if somebody leaves there or anywhere. Like he could even move to UV and still do a good job. So it's up in the air, that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Looks like Johnny Depp's out on the piss with Sam Fender. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stop looking at all the videos. Got to spend that 50 million somehow. Yeah, man. Fucking justice for Johnny. Uh, right, okay. So, yeah, I think that's a decent shout. I don't think it's going to happen, but, you know, you'd quite like to see it. Statement transfer, wouldn't it? All right, now, a bit more 
attacking minded. If we're looking to reinforce the wings, I've got quite a few names here. Some are, I feel are quite realistic. Some are pushing it as usual. It's the only right thing to do as a Newcastle United fan. Hodge, I think you've got some wingers as well. Gray, you're probably going to chirp up for this one, but first name on the list for me. I'm quite good. Leeds didn't go down because I would have been all over Rafinha. The idea of having Rafinha on one wing and ASM on the other, almost passed out thinking about it there, but obviously he's been a key player for them this season with goal contributions. He's been a bit of a shining light in their season. He's probably going to be looking to bigger and brighter things, I think rumoured with like Barcelona, but I mean, do we think there's any realism in the idea of bringing Rafinha to Newcastle? I'd say, yeah, obviously, hugely exciting player and sits alongside ASM. It's probably the two most exciting players in the league at the moment. But for me, there's only what space for one of them in, in the team. I think our fullbacks would have a hell of a job ahead of them if we had both ASM and Rafinha on the pitch. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participate in restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. As exciting as it would be going forwards defensively, I think it would just it would weaken us significantly. I'd be over the moon if he joined. But again, I think he's a player who's been linked to actually going to Germany. Uh, I think Munich. They'll be going for Mane though, won't they? Potentially, yeah. So again, exciting player. And again, players like Rafinha, players who bring excitement to clubs. And as if we haven't got enough of that already, why not? why not try and add some more? He knew he'd be an absolute fan favourite from the offset. I mean, yeah, he wouldn't come cheap, but also there's that Brazilian connection. We're pretty much going for the, in my mind, going for the Brazilian first team. Hodge, I don't know if you've got Rafinha on your list uh, or what your thoughts are on Rafinha. They got him, I think, for about 17 million quid. He's at least double that now. What are your thoughts? Are we making a, a FIFA Ultimate team? Is this what's happening? I think so. Yeah, I think Brazil so, links yeah. for the, the green lines. Um, yeah, I'm working on 100 chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with Gray's point of can't have two ASMs in a team because it's not really going to work. I mean, ASM does a lot of leaving people to, to run through on and expose our, our left back. And I think if Rafinha was going to be on the right, I think you'd see a bit more of that. So I just think it'd probably be a bit dangerous to have him. It's it's one or the other in my mind. Okay, who would you be throwing into the mix for wingers? Gray mentioned kind of off air to his Dybala's on a free from Juve, which I think would be pretty tasty. Used to playing in black and white. <laughs> used to be, yeah. So he'd be used to that. I think he was saying, was it Manu? You were saying Gray is heavily linked with him, so they're going to offer him from Sevilla coin. Apparently, his agents in London speaking to Manu at the moment. So, ah, well, there you go. That's out the window. And then another one would be Musa Diaby, twenty-two-year-old uh, yes. guy from Bayer Leverkusen. He's played. 30 32 games this season, 13 goals and 12 assists in that league. Wow. He had four goals against the top four teams, barring obviously Bayer Leverkusen, which is pretty good going. I think he's proved himself this year as a talented player. And if we could snap him up, I think that'd be an absolute amazing little coup. Mm, that's serious talent. How old is he? Uh, 22. 
22 and he's got 25 goal contributions this season that's unbelievable in the Bundesliga as well fuck it I'm just looking here Europa League he got four goals and two assists in the Europa League as well yeah that's absolutely mental he wouldn't be cheap either I wonder how much he'd set us back I think it was something like 45 million or 50 million or something I think it was targeted at bloody hell that sounds cheap looking at those stats though oh yeah for stats I think but if we're going to be potentially getting Botman for 35 40 and then if he's going to be 50 that's already 80 million spent of potentially between 60 yeah, and 100 million you're going to have to be smart <laughs> with the rest of the money yeah I wonder if the European top flight sharks will be circling Diaby as well might have to work quite quickly on that one it looks like he can play anywhere across like the front three so left center and right attacking midfield yeah he'd be a he'd be a tasty little player wouldn't he fucking hell some other names I had on my list Ismail Azar from Watford seems to have just been linked with everyone every single season seems too good to be at Watford obviously with them going down now he won't be wanted to drop down to the championship again so he strikes me as someone that could potentially be quite cheap knows the Premier League well I don't know what your thoughts are on someone like Saar from Watford Hodgie I really don't know what way to go with him I think he was a bit of a shining light in a crappy team which was Watford this year there's obviously a reason why he's probably not helped out in the defensive sense which has been kind of a big letdown for them this year just not being able to defend uh, they've scored a decent amount of goals but against just being leaky at the back has really really done them in which I think he'll have a very small contribution too but if there's some contribution or contribution from him all the time I think that would have probably been lessened so I'd probably stay away and let someone else take him I wouldn't mm. mind missing that yeah depends how high we really want to be shooting doesn't it in terms of shooting high or linking nicely this is my last winger I promise um, <laughs> but I do think we really need to reinforce the wingers with some top quality doesn't come much more top quality than Domenico Berardi from Sassuolo in Italy again just looking at his contribution so 33 games this season in Serie A 15 goals 14 assists fully fledged Italian international just unbelievable talent but also playing in a relatively poor team I say relatively poor at Sassuolo he's going to get a big move this summer I just worry and wonder how much he's going to cost but I'd love to see us it's ages since we've had any Italians play for us there must have been Davide Santon was the last Italian that played for us I think so I'd love to see someone like him come in he would absolutely dominate that right hand side and I think could be quite suited or well suited to the English league so he'd be my uh, my shoot for the stars big shot in terms of wingers but I know he's going to have quite a few suitors this summer in terms of strikers so the big names we need some players to be backing up or certainly challenging Callum Wilson and big Chrissy Wood or Mark Wood as Gray likes to call him because he gets his sports muddled up because he's (laughs) a bit old now hey a week today until you're 30 Gray fucking hell it is yeah that's depressing, isn't it? You're not too far behind. Yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be twenty nine. <laughs> I'll be twenty nine forever. Thanks very much. It's probably worth noting today is the day where there seems to be some form of confirmation or working or moving towards confirmation of Hugo Ekatike from Ram Ram Ram. I never know how to say that word. I can say Ram. Ren, but I never know how to say Ram Rems. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be really English about it, Rames. But yes, all of the Northeastern journalists are reporting that there may well be a, an agreement in place for Hugo Ekatike, a 19 year old wonder kid, apparently. The new, what do they call him? The new. New Henri. Henri. New Henri. Fucking hell. What a. I hate when they do this, new kids. Absolutely destroy their careers before they've even fucking started <laughs> with these comparisons. But yes, it seems like it's ramping up there and the deal could be done relatively early. I mean, are we happy with. Hugo Ekatike coming in. Hodge. I think it's probably a, a risk worth taking if he's 19. Doing some 
quite cool things to be fair in France. I know I keep taking the piss out of the French league, but for a 19 year old to go, go into a division where there's quite a lot of older pros, wilier pros for someone to actually do quite well is probably a, a, a nod to their talent. So I'd say why not? If we get them in early enough and we can feed them in bit by bit to the Premier League and get them used to it, then who knows what can happen. It could really just turn it on, I suppose. But not sure. Gray, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's probably a bit of a gamble, but he's obviously got a natural goal-scoring ability and why not take a punt? Like you say, he's 19 years old. As long as he adapts to to the English culture and enjoys his, himself up in Newcastle, then I don't see why he won't come good. But I think he certainly won't be straight into the first team. And again, I think why not even be till till January or I don't think you'll see him anytime soon. So we certainly need to find someone else on top of, I'm not even going to try. I'm going to butcher it. So. Like a TK. <laughs> what 19-year-olds yeah. don't enjoy Newcastle? Come on. <laughs> yeah, true. Andy Carroll can show him around. <laughs> it's a shame we don't have Kevin Nolan still living up here. Yeah. <laughs> just bring him back as well, just to look after Etiquette. <laughs> it's something like that, yeah. I think uh, it's not a bad first week for our war mate Dan Ashworth, is it? I mean, obviously we'll have had nothing to do with the Ekatike deal, but if we're doing those deals without a sporting director, then God only knows how good it's going to be from here on out. But I think what will be really good as well, obviously Dan Ashworth in his capacity will be looking after like the first team, the women's team, academy. I think it's the sports and medical science department and loan department. He will be... And certainly with Eddie Howe looking to like garner young talent and bring young talent into the team. And hopefully this is the start of us on that revolution and bringing those young players in. But yeah, very exciting one. I think he can play on the left-hand side and cut in as well, which is quite Henri-esque. But yeah, let's let's hope we can get that deal over the line nice and early and it's onwards and upwards from there. Like There'll be a few strikers, I imagine, from you boys to throw into the mix. Who wants to start us off? Gray, do you want to start us off with some strikers you've got on your list? Well, he ties in quite nicely to a player you mentioned earlier, and it's Dennis from Watford. I think I, I've just been fairly realistic for my forwards, and I think Dennis, he, he's shown he's, he can score what goals. What are you trying and... to say? We're not being realistic. Sound like a bit of a dig to me, that Hodge. <laughs> <laughs> just some of the names being thrown around. But... Well, you don't think we're going to get Renan Lodi, Paqueta, and Dominico Barra? Dream big. If, if we do, we'll win the league next year. Oh, whoa. And you say, <laughs> we're Clay, we're going big. Fucking hell. <laughs> right, sorry, Grace. So Dennis from Watford. I think Dennis, he, he scored 10 goals last year. He was their leading goal scorer, definitely. Let me just see how many goals he got. Um, 30 games, he got 10 goals and 6 assists, which is uh, very good, when you, especially when you consider the fucking team he was playing in last year. Yeah, put him in a decent side. Like ASM said, if we've got good players up front he'll he'll produce the assists so so why why not and I think again we could probably pick him up relatively cheap and yeah he, he's, he's got Premier League experience I know he's only had a season in the Premier League but he knows what it's made for he's, he's been blooded so yeah I think he'd be a strong understudy to, to Callum Wilson yeah I think that's a good shout mate Hodgie I mean what do you reckon to Dennis it's probably one of the ones where if it's coming towards the end of the window and we haven't got anyone in, I think it's probably a, sh- a strong shout to maybe go, okay then, let's have a punt on him just because we'll need, we'll need someone to, to bolster that front line. I think it could be relatively cheap and it's always important that you say relatively, as in relative to the transfer market and what kind of fees players go for these days. But yeah, I think that's, that's a decent shout, Gray. Hodge, who's on your striking list? 
I've got a couple. Do you want me to just unload them? Yeah. There's a couple of frees. Divock Origi's on a free. Okay. They scored very important goals for Liverpool over the over the time. Only needs about 20 minutes each each game to, to score a goal, so it bodes quite well. Eddie Nketiah is on a free, but I'm sure Arsenal are going to snap him up because of his form towards the latter end of the season when they needed player to step up. The young lad did. I think even if they did sign him and if they bought someone else in, I think a loan deal would be really lucrative for us for him. Broha, who was at Southampton, he's on. He was on loan mm. from Chelsea. Thought he was quite good, but person that I've got on the list or on my list would be Dominic Calvert-Lewin 25 year old only 17 games last season because he had a broken foot the majority of the season 5 goals 2 assists I know he can do better he scores against us pretty much every time he plays against us but he scored I think it was 2 goals and 1 assist in there kind of run into safety I suppose at the end mm. of the season so it really did step up later on after a fitness worry after being out for so long so I think he's definitely one to take for the future I mean like I say 25 he's, look, he's still a young striker and he's played in the Premier League for, for quite a few number of years so I think he's probably one to look out for as well Do you think he offers anything different to someone like Chris Wood? I know Chris Wood's obviously not been firing but to me strikes me as a similar style of player uh, No, I think he's, he's much more than a decent header of the ball he's, he's got good feet control he likes to run at people he's, he's a fitter younger Chris Wood 2.0 I would say I think he would definitely perform better than what Chris Wood has been doing so far. I mean, obviously, it's different player, different style, and I don't think Dominic Carvalhoon could do what Chris Wood's been doing, but I think he's more of a threat in front of goal, which I think what is going to be a key point for us next year. It's going to be pretty much come at us, and we're going to come at you next year, hopefully in some nice attack and football with some players. What we've been talking about anyway, that could come in, I think could be interesting. Is that going to be our new mantra? You know, Dan Ashworth, when he was at England, created like the England DNA. Ours is going to be, come at us, and we'll come at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like the entertainers, man. It's like, how many are you going to score? Four? Oh, well, we'll score five then. How about, come on. <laughs> yeah, the continental way of playing football. Just score more fucking goals than the other <laughs> team. No, I think that's a good one. I mean, yes, I had I had Calvert-Lewin on my list as well. I'm, I'm quite light on strikers because um, I knew Ekatike was coming in. Wilson's back in form. Got Chrissy Wood. You don't want to overload that too much or you're just going to have players that sit on the bench. Great. Did you have any more strikers to throw out there? One, which I think I was quite surprised hearing some comments about him from some City fans. I know, and I've probably given it away, but with Haaland joining City, I think he just wants to get away. Yes, another Brazilian thrown into the mix. Yeah, and yeah, City fans didn't seem to rate him that highly, but he he scores goals, and when he scores goals, he scores a lot of goals. And he's, he's he's never scored just three goals in a game. He's always gone on to score four or five. He's got this instinct in front of goal. And again, he's a player who was playing second fiddle to Aguero for a lot of his time at City and still wasn't really given much of an opportunity this year. And But when he did, he did score goals. So I think he'd be a good player to throw into the mix and would offer something slightly different to Wilson, even though they are fairly similar statures. But Wilson's a bit more hard hitting, I think where he just likes to run off the, the back of players and could just switch up the dynamics slightly. Well, last year he had 28 games, 8 goals, 9 assists in the league. It's not what City want, but I would say he's a decent shout. It's just a different style of player. I don't know what he's like dressing room-wise. I don't know if he's a bit of a one of them ones that cause a bit of a stir or not. be interesting to see how that develops. Yeah, I think it's a really good shout. Yeah, I've heard a lot of rumours that he'd be going to Arsenal. Apparently Arsenal have got his name pegged, but yeah, I mean, he would definitely represent a significant upgrade in our striking department. I can't imagine he'd be that ex- 
expensive either in terms of wages because he's just warming the bench. And as I say, they've just gone out there and got Haaland, or sorry, as you said, Gray. So they're probably going to be looking to unload him. He's going to be want to be going. So it could be quite a cut price deal. It's just whether one of the bigger teams or certainly one of the European teams come in for him. You could easily see him walking into most of the top flights. We're dragging 40 mil. I don't think he'd even be that, to be honest. I think he'd be, yeah. 30 mil, but it's, it's his wages you probably have to worry about. I mean, I don't know what he's... Let's see what he's worth on transfer marks. That's 45 mil on there. Is it? Bloody hell. Well, they never go for anything like that, do they? They're only 25, though. I mean... Yeah, I think it's decent. I think it's a really good show. I'd love to see something like that happen, but is it realistic? I'm not sure I like Fucking hell, I think we've we've exhausted our extensive list of scouting targets now, haven't we? Right, Dan, we'll send you our lists. We'll we'll send them on to you this week. And if you need any help or anything, you know, any taking any trips over to the continent to see these guys play, we're, we're probably there for them. Otherwise, the three of us are now going out for a mega pint with Johnny Depp. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> absolute fucking madness uh, but yeah I think that brings an end to, to this episode hopefully you've enjoyed it if you have it would be great if you could give us a five star review on Spotify we'd love it if you give us a follow on Spotify as well you can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms and you can find our socials us on Twitter Facebook and Instagram if you look hard enough and I've forgotten what the links are but that should be it for this episode I'll try and get this edited on the train journey up to Newcastle yeah let's not get ahead of ourselves it's probably going to sit there for a while but let's hope so but I think that's it for this week. Thanks very much for listening. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. My dog stepped in a bee. <laughs> it's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times.